Have you ever found yourself struggling to stay on top of things, running out of time, or feeling overwhelmed? You aren't alone. Welcome to the Implementation Experiment. This podcast will save you time, energy, and money by focusing on helping you master foundational principles for having your life work well. Implementation is key to getting consistent, predictable results. You are what you consistently do. The biggest gap in our society today is the lack of consistent implementation. But we do this with a twist. We focus on who you are being in conjunction with what you are doing. And we share principles that support you not only to succeed, but to have a competitive edge. Hi, I'm Christiana, and I'm here with your co-host, Anita Berger. We're here to help you tie what you learn to what you do. So let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode of the Implementation Experiment. My name is Christiana Carter, and with me is... Uh, It's Anita with you. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us on our journey through self-responsibility. We've been talking the last few episodes of of our podcast, like what is self-responsibility? Why is it important? We also dove into owning your own choices and the discomfort that we have had in, in being responsible enough to own our choices. And then last week, we went into one of my favorite topics, which is justification and how empowering it can be to not only own your own choices, but when you, uh, when you have something that doesn't go the way you expect it to, just to own that versus making excuses. Now, that's kind of all led into uh, our topic today. We've kind of hinted all along, you know, in self-responsibility, uh, you know, giving you little nuggets. And we're going to bring that all together today and bring it into context by discussing the power of cause and effect. Christiana, you and I, like, we're so good at this, like, feeding off of each other. We, uh, we've had deep discussion on what we define cause and effect are. Do you want to go over that? Absolutely. So cause is when we know we are in charge, right? We got it. <clears throat> we've all had those moments. And then effect is where we perceive so where we perceive that we are not in charge. It doesn't mean that we're not, it just means that we're giving our power away. So if you are at cause, you're proactive, effect would be reactive, right? Cause would be you're empowered, effect would be disempowered. You'd be creative at cause or again, reactive, blocked at effect. This is so critical to understand this difference. You are either in charge in your life at cause, or you are choosing to give your power away to somebody else, making someone else responsible for your happiness, for your success, for your outcomes, whatever it is. And I know I, this was a tough lesson for us to learn when we first did this. I know for me, because I was like, oh my goodness, I was putting my happiness on other people. I was putting my success on other people. So Anita, would you give us an example for, you know, one of those areas where you were at cause or fact, so just we can start a conversation with it? Yeah, absolutely. There has been a lot going on in our economic world. I mean, our governments have pretty much shut everybody down. I think that happened about a month ago or so where the idea that people were going to be forced to stay at home from their their jobs. And as I've said before, I am a landlord of nearly 20 years. 
and I've developed a really good relationship with most of my tenants. But when the hint of people being forced to stay at home, forced to be unemployed, kind of hit, hit the news, the first thing I did as a landlord is I was like, I, am, I could be a victim of someone else's financial irresponsibility right now. So I took the time. I remember the news came out like, I think on a Friday afternoon, I stayed up late Friday night constructing a letter and had it sent within, within 24 hours. All my tenants had a letter saying, you know, we're all in this together. Here are the resources I know are available to you. Like I was sending them for uh, financial aid information and then giving them the opportunity if they could not pay their rent, like not shaming them, but saying, Hey, if, if you truly are struggling right now, reach out to us and we'll see what we can do. And by doing that, I'm not even joking. This is so awesome. I have heard people uh, saying uh, their tenants are, have not paid them this month. Every single tenant of mine was paid well before the, um, the perceived due date. Like it's, rent is due on the first, but we give them till the fifth before uh, you know, we start following up with them. Every tenant of mine was paid except one. And we, when we called him, he said, I, God, I'm sorry, I haven't called you. You know, I got your letter. I like booked off to another town and I'm working. So I empowered them all to go and like find the resources and, and be responsible for themselves. And in doing that, created a calm with them versus being those landlords are like, my tenants aren't paying. Well, have you shown them the resources? Well, and I remember specifically the conversation that one of Darcy's friends had with him and he said, yeah, that's not going to happen for us. Yeah, we were having a conversation and I don't even remember when it was, uh, but someone said, oh yeah, well, tenants aren't going to pay now. And he said, my tenants are. And so we what gave- a great opportunity of being a cause. He completely put out there what he wanted his reality to be and just wasn't willing to play in that other at effect conversation. Yeah. And by taking the time to reach out to them before it was a problem, mm-hmm. we are being proactive versus other landlords that we have witnessed are now being reactive. Like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And, and that's from a place of fear. So they feed that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was part of a group and he kept saying, oh, these are tough economic times. And now people are having a hard time paying their memberships. It's like, yes, because you're telling them it's tough economic times. You are creating it. You are completely out of fact and you're coming at it from, wait a second. No, I expect you to pay your dues. If you need support in payments or however, absolutely. And here's actually, we are now better than we've ever been at getting you eyes on your business because we're now using our social media platform. And now you're getting not even just us, but not even our own members, but now you're meeting other members you would never met and you're getting the general public to see it. So again, it really comes to that. We really, I mean, we have so many resources available. I mean, look at how our government's backing over. Look in Canada, how the government's backing, you know, bending over backwards to help people, right? We have so many things. We just need more resourcefulness. The more resourceful you are, you're at cause. Looking at what we are experiencing in our social economic environment right now, it's a very great time that we're actually discussing the power of being at cause and effect. Because if you're at cause right now, you are getting, you're not looking at the uh, like things that are being shut down or canceled as an, as an obstacle. You're looking at it as an opportunity, mm-hmm. right? You're looking at, okay, how can I, how can I revamp things? How can I, how can I shift what I'm doing so that I'm here serving people? 
in the most creative, fun way possible. Um, my daughter, she's a personal fitness trainer. And every day she goes to the gym, she's got to like, you know, drum up more clients, drum up more clients, but her gym is closed. So she's being like super creative and resourceful. She's like, you know, I don't know if I really like working at the gym anyhow. So I can't work at the gym now. So what can I do right now? What can I create like online, you know, challenges or information that she can drive people in and create a whole different business for herself? She's not looking at it as a, an obstacle. She's not looking at, uh, she's not reacting going, oh my God, I have no income. She's like, okay, what kind of fun stuff can I create? And that's the sort of idea that, that the power of being at cause, being responsible for your actions, you're not letting life happen to you. You're going, okay, life, let me create what I want. Also at this time, it's the first time that we've had a chance to slow down enough to actually shift our focus and say, okay, let's do something else. Again, I've said this before, I'm sure on here, that if at the end of this, we don't come out with a new skill or a new way of generating income or serving people, then it's never been a matter of, I don't have enough time. It's only a matter of, I don't have enough discipline. Yeah. If you come out of this with not having learned a new skill, you've been totally a victim at effect the entire time. For exactly. me, I owe total transparency. I am overwhelmed by the number of free webinars out there. Oh I'm, my God. Right. I've Crazy. got, I usually have a webinar every day of some sort. You know, some are 20 minutes, some of them are half an hour. Some of them, I just finished one with uh, a, a trainer, a newer trainer to me. I, they were like two and a half hours, three hours, like every other day. It was crazy, but there's so much information out there. I'm, I'm looking at what else can I delegate in my life <laughs> so that I can find more time to learn stuff because mm -hmm. everybody's offering, you know, a little taster of their, what they're teaching right now, which is so amazing. Well, and, it, and even the pivot with my idea, or I don't even know if I told you about this, but I was, look, I was talking to somebody else because I'm doing a lot of work with personalities, right? The four personalities and having clarity and communication. That's what I'm working with my own business. And I realized I come from over 20 years of professional organizing, of organ, helping people find organization and structure. And then I moved back in, oh God, 2013 to like organizing people's thoughts and not working with entrepreneurs. And it just occurred to me, I had a great moment, a great aha of resourcefulness going, wait a second, you have all these people that have been in an office where the context is set, focus is set, they have an expectation, you show up here, you perform for this amount of time, and then you go home. Well, now you have people working at home that may or may not have an organized place. They now have everybody in their family home as well, so they have more distractions than ever. And they, if they're not organized, they are just treading water. And now people have been treading water for a month. And in my experience in over 20 years, I always say a life preserver, if left unattended becomes your anchor. So while, okay, for 30 days, I can like function at home and not have a system in place, but you, you tack another month on that and more paperwork and more learnings. And like you're on these webinars all the time. Well, that's great. Now you will drown if you keep that pace. Mm -hmm. I'm now looking at things going, Oh, wait a second. I'm not doing physical organizing anymore, but people need to know what I'm talking about. Cause I see a massive problem coming that people have no idea. Cause I've been working with these people, people that are brilliant at work, but have crazy home spaces that I've spent years in, 13 years in cleaning up. 
So mm-hmm. I have a huge opportunity. So I am at cause getting resourceful to find a new path. Yep. You're being proactive because what the, the, the environment that you're used to living in has shifted. And, and as you said, it's like, there's so much stuff out there. And yes, I'm totally getting lost in a lot of it. Um, and I've got a rule. <laughs> I've got a rule. One, one webinar a day. That's it. And, and for, for me, I'm being, t- I totally own this. I'm using this as an opportunity for me to, to test, test different things to see if they resonate with me. Because most of the free webinars lead into buy my program, which is fine. I'm not buying your program. I'm just taste testing things, you know, but this is a really good uh, way for you and I both to uh, just be honest with ourselves and mm-hmm. look at like, where are we empowering ourselves? Where are we taking our lives on purpose versus, you know, just letting life happen to us. So that's something that, you know, I encourage our, uh, our listeners to do, like, look at your life. Where can you be more proactive? Where can you be more at cause in your life? And maybe where are you like giving your power away and, and saying that, oh, I'm not in charge. I'm or perceiving that you don't have a say where that puts you in effect of a person, a circumstance, you know, maybe where you're living, you know, this is time to, you know, take the time to reflect because I've, I've heard people say they're bored instead of being bored and going on social media and telling me how bored you are. Why don't you go to social media and tell me where you've been, uh, proactive, where you're being at cause and where you're not being at cause, where you're choosing, choosing to let someone else dictate how your life goes. Oh, that's a huge one. So one of the things that I wanted to just briefly touch on is that you and I have studied with many, many mentors over the years. Many, 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 many. And especially now with there's so much free information out there and everybody's promising the moon, Right. It just is, right? Everyone say, come here, learn this, do this, get these results. When you're working with a mentor, and this has happened to me, I've given my power over to them thinking, okay, now you're going to teach me this skill so I can get here. If you relinquish your power to anybody, you are now immediately at effect. So you're going to blame, judge, criticize, whatever, instead of taking ownership get cre- and getting creative with what you are getting. So I just wanted you to speak into that just briefly because you've had, you and I have both had that happen. So I just want people to be aware if you are in a mentorship role, make sure you are keeping ownership of what you are doing. Yeah. That's something that we have, I, you and I have done beautifully is what bring into our awareness. First of all, that uh, people we've worked with in the past, I'm relying on them to pave the way, show me how to do this. I worked with a one gentleman for almost 15 years and, uh, I kind of had, I developed an expectation that this trainer would take me to the next level, right? And I mean, I almost 15 years of time dedicated to, you know, learning from this, this uh, person. And, and, you know, if I was asked to do something, you know, support an event, I was there. Like I followed this, this trainer, like all over the world and in my mind going, okay, yeah, no, he's going to pave the way. He's going to take me to the next step and bless his heart. One day I was basically told to hit the road (laughs) and I was crushed because I'm like, what the hell? But what I realized, and this is you and I working together, you and I both came to this realization, they can teach us all they want. Like we can learn from as many teachers as we want, but if we're just taking this information in and not applying it, no one's going to do anything for us. And that is the whole, um, 
the whole reason that we are doing the implementation experiment because we are taking all this stuff we've learned and we're making ourselves responsible Absolutely. for applying it in our lives. And we've been doing this for well over two years, calling each other every week and showing, showing up and, and discussing what's working for us and what's not and getting feedback from each other. And that has been like it's helped me be 100% at cause to the best of my ability and you as well, because we're now not putting the ownership of learning and growing on our teachers, but back onto ourselves. Exactly. And the reason we have the implementation experiment, because there's a massive gap in learning and implementing. And there's a lot of people out there that are giving you a lot of how-to information. There, it's so doing based that it's really not about who you're being in what you're doing. And what we're sharing with you here is how do you shift who you're being, get into a place of alignment and then focus on what you're doing. But when you get into that alignment, a lot of it clears itself up. When you stop adding time and you realize you're adding time, it's a running joke in my house. I'm like, all right, I can't add time, right? Or Freddie will be like, are you adding time? <laughs> right. And once you have that languaging and that, and that awareness, all of a sudden you get into being at cause in your life. And when you're at cause in your life, you're no longer looking outside of yourself for the answers. You're no longer looking to somebody else to solve your problems for you. You realize you have every single thing that you need inside of you, all the resourcefulness. You were born with everything that you need to achieve whatever you want to do. And we want to support you in being at cause in your life. And that's why we're talking about, that's why we spent three weeks hinting about all the different areas. So we didn't bring this to you where you're like, wait, what? <laughs> we wanted to ease you into this conversation. So, and again, it's a gradient, right? Right now, just start noticing, like Anita said, where, where have you been proactive? Where are you being reactive? Look at where are you making other people responsible for your happiness, making other people responsible for your outcomes. Once you notice, you can choose and make your own choices, which then put you back at cause and then you get back on the wheel. Absolutely. All it is is feedback. The more you notice, the more you can choose proactively. And that's all it is. I mean, we've been on a learning curve for years. And like I said, you know, at first we were using backhoes, right? <laughs> With everything we were doing. And now it's like we're in more fine tuning, but every now and then we hit something and we have larger things to clear. Yeah. We have to get out the big backhoes again. Right. And, and clear out like, that crap. <laughs> exactly. So I want you guys to just look at your life. Just take a few minutes, take a walk or sit down for just a couple minutes and just think, where am I at cause in my life? Where am I proactive? I'm empowered. I feel on purpose. All of those align with you being connected to who you are versus where you're disempowered, out of fact, blaming, justifying, making excuses. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So take some time, reflect on uh, where you are at cause and where are you uh, not being at cause in your life? Are you being an effect? And join us on Instagram or Facebook at the implementation experiment and tell us what you've learned come on there. Tell us what you're learning. If you need support, say, Hey, wait a second. I need some help. We're here for you. Uh, we want to create a community that makes it safe for you to come out and just call yourself out because we do that to each other all the time. And Absolutely. if you haven't gone back and you know, if you haven't listened to all the podcasts, go on back. We're, we're uh, on several platforms. There's a whole bunch of them there. They're great soft skills. If you have a student in your life that you are homeschooling, this is a really great resource to plug them into. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So remember, tie what you learn to what you do, and we will see you again next week. Thanks Until for joining then. us. Bye. Bye.